0: Right. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's never time to get your mindset right. Get your thoughts right. Get your day on track. We help you take flight. Whole lot of knowledge over here. We read the book. Tony Fleming on top. Cause he read some the book. Yeah, he got what it takes. Work hard and play hard. Straight to the bank. Gotta visualize it all. Dream poured on the wall. See it every day. Call the call. We gon' show you the way. Pray for overball the American way And if you really wanna win, start planning your day And take your vice from the team, what more can I say? 7 a.m., yeah Time to read a book Get your affirmations, get your thoughts right Be a leader Get your vision board you Gotta plan that day What you listen to and watch that night man
1: All right, all right. Good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. And today is Wednesday, which I'll call Hump Day. And on this particular call, we talk about mindset. We talk about mental toughness. We talk about books. We talk about life. We talk about affirmations. man, We talk about a lot of things on this call that go hand in hand with what you do on a daily basis, whether it's your job, whether it's your business. What is your relationships and things of that sort. But we, we also put it on a podcast. So this is the Mindset Conference Call Podcast. So, you know, I don't think too many people are doing the conference call on the podcast but us. There might be a few out here doing it, but we're doing it that way. And we got a bunch of them out here. So you can go to Apple. You can go to iTunes. You can go to uh, – I hear a lot of static here, like on the lines. Uh, you can go to um, – a lot of the podcasts, and just put in Tony Fleming Mindset, and it'll come up, and you can check out all of them. So please, if you like them, share them. Please, just share them. You know, send them to two people a day or three people a day and say, check this out. Tell, them, tell me what you think about it. Um, also, write a review if you can. You know, say some good stuff <laughs> about it. Don't say any bad things on the review. If you can't say anything good, don't write a review then, please. Uh, only good stuff. Uh, also, we got a replay number, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085. Somebody wants to hear the replay today, put that in, put the same pin code that you dialed in on, 783 pounds and you can hear it uh, goes away after 24 hours, but it's on the podcast and it's listed out here. So all the all the calls out here, man, I promise you, by the end of the year, we're gonna have so many out here, it's gonna be crazy uh, because we got so much information to talk about and so many things that we can share with you on mindset and, and personal development and all mental toughness. Now, a lot of the stuff to some people might sound the same, but the thing is, you got to read the way we say it. You've got to keep hearing it. Here's the key. You can't just say, okay, I know that, because most of the time you don't. You've got to keep hearing it, keep hearing it, keep hearing it, keep hearing it. I had a young lady tell me the other day uh, that, you know, uh, she was uh, listening, and then she, I don't know if she's still on the, let me see if she's on the line here. She might not. She might be asleep. Let me see how serious she is. Let me see how serious she is. Let me see if she's on the line here. Hold on a second. Taking a risk. Are you out there, Jackie?
2: Jaque? Are you talking about Jacque?
1: Uh-uh, Jackie. Jackie the trainer. Taking a risk. <laughs> <laughs> she going to sound this to the replay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there, Jackie? Boy, I tell you, I should never take that risk. I should never open this line. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. That's the one time I didn't get on. I'm usually on there every morning. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Uh-uh. me. Yeah, I don't have to call or text. She can listen to the replay. Or she can go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's fine. That's even cool, but... Uh, she was telling me a good testimony the other day, and I just thought it would be good that you guys hear, hear it because uh, I want her to say it the way she said it. And it's about how many times she's heard something. And you know, I'm talking about a few years, and it finally clicked. I'm talking about a few years, folks. Some of y'all can't hear a few weeks. Some of y'all can't hear a few months. Y'all say, y'all say, oh, yeah, I got that. I heard that. No. No. It does programming doesn't happen like that. When you reprogramming your mind, the reason your mind is so the reason your old thinking is so stubborn, the reason your 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 old thinking is just stuck to you, is because you heard it for so long and so many years that it locked in. So you think you can hear new information and say you got it. You don't got it. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It, that, that ain't how the brain works. That ain't how the, that's, that's not how it works. You have to hear this stuff over and over, the same stuff, the same way you hear a song over and over a million times, and then the next thing you know, it, it, it could be a song that you even hate and you're singing it because you heard it so many times. It's the same thing here. You've got to hear this stuff over and over. And I'm not talking about a month or two or three or a year. And I know how smart and intelligent you are. I know. I know, I know how, I know how. Yeah, I got it. I understand that. <sighs> no, you don't got it, and no, you don't understand it. But I, you know, it's hard for the a smart, intelligent person with a few degrees or who has accomplished something in the world for thirty, forty years. It's hard to pass that on to a person. They just know everything, and I understand that because you're, you've heard something for so long and so many years, and then not only that, people have told you that you're the greatest for I don't know how long. So now you really believe you don't need to hear in this stuff. I understand. That's why a lot of times the people who win in business are not the ones with the big egos, are not the smartest people. It's just the ones who say, you know, man, this is my only option. Let me hang around here and keep hearing this and keep hearing this and keep hearing this. Let me keep the, the egos and all that out of the way. They just keep hearing the next thing you know they're winning. You see them, they're making a lot of money doing People looking at them like, man, I know I can do that. Look at, look who Look at Leroy. No, no, you didn't do you're not gonna do what Leroy has done. Leroy has stayed the course. <clears throat> Leroy has learned. <clears throat> Excuse me, Leroy has changed his mind. Leroy, you too smart and too intelligent and too brilliant to 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 get this stuff. So you you know, I you know, I got that. I yeah, okay. If that was the case the school system wouldn't keep us in for twelve years and then another four they gotta they ought to make sure you hear this stuff over and over. That's why I tell you, when when you leave the 12th grade, I the the programming you got, <laughs> the power to be are like, okay, let's see you change that. I promise you it's going to be hard to change that. I was listening to somebody the other day who was saying that, uh, and it literally said that he hadn't gotten over some stuff that happened to him as a kid. And this just—I'm I'm listening to him speak. I think he was—it was a public venue. It was a—oh um, God, I can't think where it was. It was something on social media, and I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, man, most people hadn't. It's a lot of folks don't even understand the programming at a young age, and a lot of us have never gone back to even address that. Because again, when you get a master's degree. They don't address the programming that you got between the wound and nine years old. You get a, a Ph.D. That's not addressed. You get your college degree. You don't talk about that when you get your college degree. The 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 inferiority complex that you have from that you don't talk about it. So those things have been been instilled in us. it Has been in there for years. It hadn't gone away. We've changed a lot of stuff. Our clothes, our cars, our houses. But but we hadn't changed that. And we're too intelligent and too smart to understand that stuff needs to be addressed, and it takes a time to do it. you got to hear stuff over and over to reprogram and reprogram. It takes time, man. And again, that's why you see some of the people that you think are not the sharpest. Because, see, the sharpest, so-called sharpest, you know, quote, unquote, the best dressed, the the smartest, and all those people, most of them don't stay around long enough because they're too intelligent for themselves. Like Art Williams said, just, you're just too smart, you Smart people don't get around to doing anything. They know everything. That's that's what happens. So, all right, don't get me started again. I was just about to get on the roll. I'm I'm about to get on my topic this morning. For the last three days, I've been skipping my topic because I just got <laughs> started taking notes from those clips. Man, you could take notes from those clips. And just talk and talk and talk for days about some of that stuff. That If you're not listening to those, you know, a lot of y'all are not even getting on it to hear it, so it's only a small amount to get on to hear the clips that come on after that. Uh, not only that, let me say this, too. For people who are trying to build a, a company and build a team and all that, take a look at your team that you have so far and see how many is on this call. If you got ten people in your company and your team See how many is on this call. If you got 100, see how many is on this call. Because I promise you this, I don't get anything from this. I'm not, I'm not making any money because it's free for people to get on here. But I bet you that the ones who have the most on this call are going to be the ones who are going to sustain the, the the most in the company. And it's going to last the longest. Because once you get people on this mindset thing, and they understand the, the ins and outs. Because, see, again, like I said the other day, it, the table always turn. There are always some good days and bad days, always some ups and downs, some good months and bad months. Most of the time when you have bad months for people who don't have their mindset programmed correctly or they're working on it, you know, you lose them. If some people climbing right now, you, the highs, they, 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 they you know, like they say that the, this business, this home-based business is the highest of the highest and the lowest of the lowest. It'll take you up so high. It'll bring you down so low. And if you're not ready to deal with that, and understand that this too shall pass, and understand even when you're at your highest height, that's going to pass too. That's going to change. It's just how it is. That's not negative. That's not. That's just letting you know that, that you know you got to be prepared for everything, the highs and lows. And that's the challenge that people don't get prepared for that. And so when they get the highest, you can't. It's hard to tell them anything. And when that low hit, boy, you lose them. But now if you got them here, because they're gonna be feeding this stuff to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Look at your team and see. Count. Say how many on here. Ask them. Call them. Because you might think you might think they don't need it. Okay. I can promise you that. I can promise you from the years I've been doing this. I remember the teams I've had in the past before, you know, before I started doing my own stuff, that was my main thing. Every time I got the call with some, we we only had, you know, before I started doing mine, it was like we did one weekly call. And I would call everybody before the call and tell them to get on. And I would check with them afterwards and see who all was on there. And I would be definitely upset when nobody got on there on Wednesday nights. I ain't talking about on my team. I'm talking about the leader who's supposed to be doing the call. I'm like, dang, we need this. But that was, I'm telling you, that will sustain people through the dark days, through the rainy days, through the cold days. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking rainy and cold throughout your business. That's what I mean. Got to keep hearing it, folks, and keep hearing it, keep hearing it, keep hearing it, keep hearing it. And, again, You know, the smart, intelligent people, you might lose some of them because they they know it all. They've seen it all. They've done it. You know, uh, yeah, I can do that. I remember uh, I went to uh, Birmingham. I don't know if the young lady's on the call this morning, but (laughs) I did a training at her office at her school. And I don't know if she remembered this because I never said anything about it. Uh, But she had about. Fifteen people in her class, and I came in there, and um, and I started, you know, talking for about an hour, and it was funny, man. It was like, I would say, uh, I would say six of them, um, six of them um, kept interrupting me the whole time I was talking about, you know, I was bringing up different books. And, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, I know that. Uh-huh, yeah, I read that. Uh-huh, I read that book, too. Oh, you read that book, too? Oh, you... <laughs> now, had already told me these people have a... Um... <laughs> as my as <laughs> grandmother would say, a pot to piss in and they're going to throw it out, but, boy... They were so smart, so intelligent. Yeah, I, yeah, uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I read. Yeah, yeah, we read that too. Yeah. If it wasn't for her, I would have shut it down and just walked. And I said, "Y'all got this thing, man. Let me get out of here, man." It, but it, it's, it's. Uh, I'm sitting here thinking, the disrespect. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. But that's what happens, folks. I tell you. So, all right. Champions know the power of persistence. Champions know the power of persistence. This is what I've been trying to get to for the last three or four calls. Um, And this is from uh, Steve Siebel, uh, who is the mental toughness guru, in my opinion. Uh, Siebel has a lot of blogs. Siebel has a lot of good books out here, and um, you know, I've been to actually see him live, you know, a couple of times. I mean, I called the man Steve Seibel the whole a whole year. Like God, dog, I missed this man's name up, Seibel. People love you. Got to say people's name correct. I hate when somebody don't say somebody's name correct correctly. You, you got to do that. And so I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this man. I didn't realize it till later because it's on recordings. I got recordings out here that I, I was listening to some other day, and I kept saying Seibel. God, the man' name is Steve Seibel. Boy, I can't believe I got, I did that for a whole year, but. Nobody said anything, so everybody was going with that. But Steve Siebel, you know, I first started uh, following him from some of his writings, you know what I'm saying? But he's, like I said, he's a speaker. He teaches professional speaking classes and all that kind of stuff. So, but his writings have always been powerful to me, all of them. And so, so he talks about champions know the power of persistence. So let's, let's, let's break this down here. He says, average people never truly decide what they want. So they wander from job to job, chasing different things until finally, you know, time runs out. Just wondering. Persistence to am- amateurs is never really a factor because they haven't focused on any single goal long enough to be persistent. When pros determine what they want, they burn their vision into their minds on a daily basis. Now here's the thing when it comes to us in business, in, in, in a home-based business, put it that way people are so stuck on companies. And I'm not I'm not, I'm I'm telling you even though the company would I love it, it's the greatest company in the world in my opinion. But you are your own franchise. You are your own business. You are I've been saying this for years. You are you incorporated. Like Tony Fleming Enterprises. So you would be Bob Smith Enterprises. You would be John Doe Incorporation. I mean corporation. You'd be John whatever. The companies are what we choose to to move their products because our business needs products to move. <laughs> and so you choose them. Now, when he says here pros determine what they want and they burn their vision into the minds on a daily basis, Your goals and dreams should not be, I mean, that should be, if you're part of a company, you should want to climb the ladder, but getting to the top of the company ladder shouldn't be the goal and dream, What should be the goal and dream is what you get from that, meaning that, you know, what are you, what are you trying to get? You're trying to get freedom, you're trying to get $100,000, you're trying to get a million dollars, you're trying to do whatever you're trying to get. And because what happens if that product stalls, or if that company has some challenge? See, that's where we get caught up at. We get caught up on that, man. And we just, oh man, I see people now that are just stuck on that. And, and and the goal, see, the vision and the goals and dreams should always stay the same. The vehicle might be changed. The vehicle might change. Someone said, Tony, I don't have the strength to keep saying this to y'all, but, you know, you don't get it. And then your your people don't get it. Your your folks outside don't get it, and they don't, because they're so conditioned, too, because you're dealing with a lot of people in the box. So, but I made my point. So pros determine what they want. They burn their vision into their minds on a daily basis. They become obsessed with attaining the goal at almost any cost. Obsessed. Now, to the inbox thinking, you know that's the the uh the Christian mind, you think that nobody can be obsessed about nothing but the Lord. Now, that was some well you, let me move, <laughs> let me move on. You have to be obsessed about what you're attaining the goal at and almost at any cost. Now, at this stage, persistence become the primary factor in their success. Amateurs are often impressed by this, yet the champions are simply following their passions and refusing to look back. Now, when you say it's amateur, I just had this conversation about a week ago with somebody. Amateurs are impressed by that. That doesn't mean they're going to do it. Amateurs are like popularities. They say certain things. They like to be around the crowd. They like to be around successful people. But that doesn't mean they're going to do it. That don't mean they're gonna it's gonna happen for them. They don't mean that doesn't mean that they're gonna they're just impressed by it and they like it and you know and, and, and you know <clears throat> he says amateurs are often impressed by this, yet the champions are simply following their passions and refusing to look back. They reach a mental state in which the failure to persist is no longer an option the say to persist is no longer an option. How you feel about what you what, you know whether you can get up and do it again is no longer an option. You just got to do it. You just got to keep going. Remember I say that's the whole thing. On um, the mental toughness thing is just to keep going. My knees hurt, keep going. My back hurt, keep going. My mind hurt, keep going. It's just to keep going. The dogs may bark, but the caravan moves on. That's what this thing is all about, to, tell you, to, keep, to keep you going. When your numbers are down, keep going. When your money ain't, is funny, keep going. When your knees are hurting, keep going. When your back is hurting, keep going. That's what it's all about. Because if you keep going, instead of, you know how they say, when you're going through hell, don't set up a tent there, you keep going. A lot of people set up a tent and complain. No, Keep going. Keep going. That's the whole thing that's 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 what mental toughness mindset does for people. You just keep going, and when you don't have that, when you don't have that mental toughness, you set up tips of hell and just start complaining. Oh, this ain't working right. that ain't working right. If this was going on that if that was going on, no, you keep going. Oh, somebody just dropped a bomb on us, okay. Who's, who's still breathing, who can still make it happen, let's go. That's what leaders do, and that's what we try to we do our best to develop that because that's what this thing is all about. At the end of the day, the more leaders you have on your team, the more leaders you have in your company, the more leaders you have doing any project that you're doing, that's what it's all about because leaders lead. Leaders put situations on their back. Leaders put and just handle it. Don't complain. You might, I mean, leaders might complain a little bit, but you've got to keep moving because complaints doesn't change anything. When you get mentally tough, you're like, okay, all right, that's a challenge. Let me handle this. Because, see, guess what? This is it. You heard this. I don't know if you heard this before, but i said it a million times. Leaders get paid and make the most money for solving problems or handling problems. See, the less headache that you have to your company and you got a team of people, see, they're paying you to handle those issues, not to just bitch about them. They're paying you to be the leader to deal with that. So if you got 5,000 people on your team, they're going to pay you based on you handling a lot of situations, not to every time some come around you, you calling the company. Every time, that's not leadership. you got to be able to handle certain things. The people who get paid the most are the ones that can handle situations as a leader and get their team to understand that. Anything, in, in corporate America, I mean, I'm sorry, in any business, the person that can handle the most problems and solve the most issues are the ones that are going to get paid. you're going to have them. Issues going to come and go. Challenges going to come and go. You have to be the one that have the discernment and look at it and say, okay, now, is this really something that, or do we keep it moving? Or do I say this and do I keep it moving? I mean, and you have to be that strong leader to say, okay, y'all got to trust me on this because Somebody's dependent on you. You know, if you look at the military, when they say something, they say something, whether it's, whether you believe it or not, whether you feel it or not, this is what we're doing, this is what we're going, this is how we're handling stuff. And y'all got to say, okay. But a lot of people come outside of that arena or they or they come outside of corporate America where the boss says something and they come over here and, you know, like, you know, I, I, I got people who, who, you know, were managers at FedEx or something like that and and they laid down the law because people followed that. You know, what I'm saying because guess what? Those people that was following them at FedEx was getting a salary, so they didn't want to lose their money. When you come here, it's a paid. It's a, it's, it's a volunteer army. Nobody. <laughs> so they, you got to get them to follow you on your belief and how serious you are. See, it's a paid. It's a volunteer army. If I'm on a job and I'm making. 100 grand a year or 50 grand or 75 grand a year and my boss says something if I want to keep my money okay now you over here and somebody that you follow is saying something you can decide whether you this is a volunteer you <laughs> that's why I say the people that can lead in a volunteer business can really lead in a business where people are being paid You know what I'm saying? You take some top leaders over here and put them in corporate America in a in a CEO spot or whatever leadership spot. The revenue would jump because now you understand how to deal with people. Because if not, man, you can be you can be sitting over here looking crazy because it's a volunteer business. And so that's what happens. A lot of people come here and they, so you, they say, "Well, I'm a leader." No, you was a leader of a paid army, not a not a volunteer army. <laughs> that's a big difference, and you'll find that out. So he says here, they reach a mental state in which the failure persists is no longer an option. The great ones know, the longer they hang tough. Bam, the greater odds of victory. That's what I say all the time. The people who hang tough, the ones who continue and stay persistent in what they're doing. I'm not saying just continue and just kind of hang around and just, you know, listen to a call or two. And, you know, that's not persistence. I'm saying the ones who hang tough and keep doing what they're doing, even if they don't see results. And that's why I say a lot of people who do that are not considered in the the public eye is the smart ones. The people who, that's why, you know, people see something and they see people in a home-based business or something. And they say, this person don't look that intelligent. Intelligent to who? Are you talking about book intelligence? Are you talking about what the world looks at as intelligent? Because those people that the world looks at as intelligent, they don't sustain themselves long enough. They can't, they can't, because they just, they can't do rejection they can't deal with failing, they can't deal with growing, they can't deal with building teams, so they disappear. And he says here, clearly, let me see, I lost it, where he says here, uh, the great ones know that the longer they hang tough, the greater odds of victory. See, that's what happens. You know how you seen the movie Officer and the Gentleman, and uh, when he was outside with a... Uh, um, Lou Gossett was telling him, uh, you know, in the rain, he ran it with the gun in the air. He's like, you know, leave, quit. And he started crying. He said, I have nowhere to go. I have nowhere to go. That's why I'm still here. See, a lot of people make up their mind. They're getting their mindset right, building a business, a home-based business, doing something outside the box for them is the only option. They have nowhere to go. That's the only, In their mind, that's it. That's the only option. So they sustain, hang around, learn, keep going, going through the failures, and then you see them as successful later on, and then the the so-called smart, intelligent person sees them and says, oh, man, I can do that. No, no, you can't do that because you're not going to sustain your, You're not going to hang around long enough to learn. You're not going to drop your ego. You're not going to go through the process that it takes because you're, you're what the world calls intelligent, You're smarter. You got a a degree. You got a master. You're just smart. So you can't... Your ego won't let you learn. You're not going to hang tough. And that's why it's a challenge when you see that. It's like, if you could, and if you did, oh, man, the sky's the limit. But... Most most don't. So the great ones know the longer they hang tough, the greater odds of victory. What looks what looks like Herculean persistence to the outside world is really just the manifestation of world class mental clarity. Champions decide what they want, then wage war to get it. Their sense of purpose and dogged persistence is a hard combination to beat. Sense of purpose and dogged persistence. Sense of purpose and dogged persistence is a hard combination to beat. The great ones become unstoppable because they're unstoppable because they're convinced themselves that there is no way to fail. If I keep going, I can't help but win. The subjective perception is one of the most common thought processes of the world class. While the rest of the world watches with doubt and disbelief, the champions talk themselves into believing that winning is their destiny and defeat is impossible. This winning expectation is the fuel that drives the champions to persist until they succeed, no matter how much pain they have to endure. See, that's it. Persisting until you succeed, no matter how much pain you have to endure, and then to keep going. Succeeding is not just a title, folks. Should you shoot for a title? Yes, 100%. That's a great thing to do, get admired for that. But don't rest on that. No, succeeding is, you know, getting your thought process to change, to operate differently. Succeeding is getting two or three people on your team to think that same way. Succeeding is getting two or three people on their team to think that same way. changing your thought process, become that leader, that's succeeding. Now, getting a title, is that, yeah, that's great. You should do that. that, you know, for what you're doing, yeah, because titles mean a lot to people. But what means more to me is that you get that mental toughness, you know, that fight in you that's going to keep you going during the downtimes because you're going to have them. All right, so – Here's a quote of the day. If I had to select one quality, one personal characteristic that I regard as being most highly correlated with success, whatever the field is, whatever it is, what quality, one personal characteristic, he said, I would pick pick the trait of persistence, determination, the will to endure to the end, to get knocked down 70 times and get off the floor saying, here goes another one, 71 coming, baby. Rich DeVos, the late great Rich DeVos who passed, I guess I think he passed here. Yeah. He was the uh founder of Amway. Rich DeVos. He's the one who owns the Orlando Magic and has the millions of dollars that he made. Billions of dollars, I'm sorry. Persistence and determination. He says in any endeavor, in any field, persistence and determination, you keep marching, keep marching. Keep marching. I don't care what's going on. Your leg hurt, your back hurt, your side hurt, you're out of money. Keep marching. The dogs may bark, but the caravan moves on. That's what this call is about, for people to learn how to keep marching. Here's a resource he says, and you don't have to get this. I mean, you can. It's on you. But this is a book we read a while back, read a couple times. He said, read the 1921 classic, The Go-Getter by Peter Kahn. This book is the ultimate tale of a man who refused to settle for second best. I guarantee you it will after the way you think about the concept of persistence forever. It'll change that. The way you think about the concept of persistence forever. All right, folks, that's it. All she wrote, the pen and the pencil book. All right, let's get it. Let's go for what y'all really on here for? I want to get this money. I think Eric gonna wrap it up today. He says. He says. You know. He said once he wins this one, he done. He can't. He can't keep doing this because. Cause I told him I'm putting him out. He can't. He gotta let somebody else win. That's one thing. He said. I'm telling you, when this COVID thing is all over with, we're gonna do. You know, it's gonna be next year sometime. We're gonna do a, a mindset. Music training. We're gonna call it mental mindset and music or something. And we're gonna do a Saturday where we do mental, we do mental toughness all day, and we're gonna take breaks between the time, and we're gonna do this four or five songs. And Eric gonna sit in there without because y'all are saying he googling, y'all are saying he's doing all his other stuff. That's that's what people saying he's doing. <laughs> he said I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna put my phone up in front of you, and I'm gonna sit right there when you name the song. <laughs> I'm a nays. That's just who I am, man. Eh? He said, "I love music. I got it." Some of y'all don't believe that, but we are gonna do that. As soon as this thing shuts down, or get, you know, we get back right again, guess after all y'all start taking that vaccine, or they going they gonna make sure we get that shot. They gonna make sure y'all take that. You gonna show that mark. <laughs> you know, all y'all saying, "I ain't
0: getting no vaccine shot."
1: <laughs> I'm saying that too. But when they say you can't go here, you can't go there, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't. (laughs) That's another subject there. All right, y'all ready? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Y'all ready, win? Let's go. Okay, y'all ain't giving up. Now y'all ain't gonna let Eric just take this like this. Uh, Y'all ready? We ready. Uh All, All, right. Right. <laughs> All, right, hold second. All right, so this guy here I'm giving y'all a hit right now he is it's a it's a it's a guy it's a single person you <laughs> know it's not a group man he had probably about two or three years of just hits. You know, I think he had two good albums that he was just banging. Everybody knew him. And then, you know, that's how most people do in business. You know, you have one success in a company or something like that, and then you fall and that's it, you're gone, you're done. And that's good. If you had any success, that's great to do that. So what he did was great. I mean, you you go back and look at during this time, I think it was between 2000, I don't know. I ain't looked at the dates. But it was, I said it was somewhere between 2000 and 2010 during that time. <clears throat> and like I said, he had two or three bangers that was, you know, heavy rotation on the radio. Then he, you know, you he ain't heard from him. He gone. But you know what? That time was there. So he, you know, you can't ever forget that. So, so y'all ready for this? Y'all got to tell me the name. And the name of the song. Got to name the name of the artist and the name of the song. All right. Let me make sure my phone is right here because I don't want to hear noise. I'll text you. Let me see you. All right. Here we go. Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back, me back, telling me I need
2: All right, Eric
0: got the money, man. Y'all go. <laughs> got, your diamonds, got your pearls, but I can't help it. Be attracting all
1: the girls.
0: Uh-huh. Like Baby, I'm a superstar and that come with it. You got a good on your side, you better run with it Whoa. Even though I'm on the road doing shows I made time for me and her Relationship to grow, grow, grow They tell me to trust a woman in this industry But she not any woman More like a sacred friend of me Cause when I'm out of town Always think of her. Like I'm a Some little Some of
1: y'all call the man Clingy <laughs> I
0: thought a bunch of man
2: Guess you ain't understand It's Chingy Crazy <laughs> I have to love that video. Tyrese was on there. Glow, me that, that. The answer is Chingy.
1: Somebody said what the answer? Chingy. C-H-I-N-G-Y from St. Louis. Chingy. Uh, and the song was pulling me back.
2: Uh. Walk in the house from hard work. My head hurts. Instead of arguing, can I
0: have dinner some dessert. Uh-huh. She talking about the phone number she found. Give me time about? to put my back down. She straight up clown. Uh-huh. Before we end up fighting, let me leave. I'm exhausted and it's her. I don't need. Now need now I'm with the fellas riding and drinking. She going my two-way gun, but I need some time for thinking. Yeah, I want to go back, but something saying no Let me give her some space and the next day I might call. call. What should I do? Look, let me ask. understand and now I'm getting her looking crazy like that.